1: mean some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18+, plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends,
3: There, Billy. Did. The goal, Chris Billy Huddersfield Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for
0: Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division Two, Huddersfield
1: Town. Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears
3: Huddersfield Town are promoted Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend
4: And Good evening and welcome to episode 141 of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. The Terriers, like a whirlwind bully at a soft play centre, continue to leave their opposition flustered, frustrated and teary as we have cemented a, game, a home game in the playoffs uh, for the second leg uh, with a win down at Coventry. And joining me this week, we have a man back in the scoring sheds now the sun is out. He don't like cricket. Uh, oh no, he loves it. It's Mr. Richard Kosmala. And also, in fact, the other two lads also love cricket as well. We've got the K-maker, Andy K, and Phil Senior, who I think scored a, a couple of runs at the weekend, didn't you, Phil? So, uh, you know, back in back in the whites. Uh, so you guys, um, let's see, it's Phil. The noise is coming from you. So if you could mute, Phil, when, um, when it's on. Uh, it's you, mate. It's you. There we go. Perfect. Right then, uh, this episode, as always, is sponsored by uh, Magic Rock Brewing. Uh, thanks very much for Magic Rock for their continued support of the podcast. Uh, use the code AHTTC10 uh, for 10% off uh, any online orders and you get free delivery for those over £45 as well. So uh, thank you to everyone who's joined the recording online as well. Good evening, Mike, terrier 7 and 2 as well, who's tuned in. Uh, and good evening to the others that are currently online lurking at the moment. Um, unfortunately, we've um, we're going to have to start the podcast on a bit of a sad point. Uh, unfortunately, we had the sad news this week that Huddersfield Town fan Daryl Hobson uh, lost his brave battle with cancer. Aged just 31, Daz was known to us on the podcast. I, I met him once or twice and spoke to him a, a fair bit on social media. Uh, last year, when my dad passed away, uh, Daz found out and he, he sent me quite a lot of supportive messages, which really helped me at that time as well. And I was really grateful for uh, for Daz's input and uh, and his uh, his friendly advice on that as well. And this was in spite of what he was going through himself. Uh, to his family and friends, we offer our condolences from the podcast. The Huddersfield Town family has lost a really brave, funny, and inspirational character, uh, and I'd like to dedicate this episode to uh, to Daryl Hobson. So uh, rest in peace, Dad. Uh, the, there's a lot of people who uh, who thought a lot of you. So um, our condolences. Okay, uh, right then, guys. If you, if of you guys want to chip in on that, uh, feel free. Before we get into um, into the into the game. Uh, now Coventry City 1 Huddersfield Town 2 uh, Huddersfield Town starting uh with a, a 3-4-3 system where which was a bit more like a 3-6-1 um as we got pushed back a little bit uh town with a little bit of a slow start Coventry a very intricate passes of the ball some lovely movement in midfield and it took our midfield a little while to maybe get going uh Coventry created a couple of chances but Lee Nichols uh, stood firm as always uh, the championship uh goalkeeper of the season and richly deserved uh, he made a good save, and then Coventry missed a couple of gimmies. Really, um, Cosy. One thing that sort of struck me: um, you watch a lot of Atletico Madrid, uh, and I remember you know with Atletico Madrid they under Simeone they were quite sort of famed, if you like, for having sort of forty percent possession and being able to soak up pressure quite well. You know, in in the sort of big games and spring out and attacking and you know and score goals at key moments. Um, town is sort of very different to. A lot of other championship teams where championship teams like to dominate the ball uh and try and sort of swashbuckle their way in whereas we're sort of very different aren't we and doing things in a different way um you know very defensive good organization good shape and a lot of people can't sort of handle it you know sort of online and and whatnot they don't seem to sort of understand what we're all about um do you see any sort of you know how did you see that sort of first half going uh, and uh, do you see any similarities with what you see with other Spanish coaches? You know, not just, well, Simeon is Argentinian, isn't he? But anything that you see over in La Liga as well. And you're on mute just now, when, I think. Or are you there?
5: When Toffolo scored, I think he should have took a balaclava off and, uh, well, not kind of th- threw the flare in like Rich Allison today. That was brilliant, by the way. Yeah, watch that tonight if you haven't seen it already. But yeah, we'd <laughs> it was classic time, wasn't it, really, this season? We proper mugged them in with that first half. They should have been in front by a few uh and to be honest coming into the game my first thought was please no injuries i wasn't too fussed about whether we won or lost to be honest with you or even two but honestly when you left back he's scoring with his right foot bending in from like 25 yards out when we've been we should have been two or three down he's just like i think that just sums us up and there's it, such a belief that we're gonna like do this and we're gonna win and we're gonna even though the evidence you're watching thinking he's companies gonna score any minute here and that as well but when you've got faith in the best keeper in the division and you, you guys just know kind of what, you know, how to kind of get, manage games and get it done. It, it's really good. It it was certainly baffling and bamboozling, uh, let's name him. Clive Eakin, uh, BBC Radio West Midlands, who were doing the commentary yeah, Cause obviously I was watching a game from Spain yesterday afternoon on uh, iFollow and uh, he just couldn't understand it. And I don't know whether the co commentator on that as well, but we don't, I think it's kind of lack of respect for us and that as well. Like, I think they expect to see a team who are fourth, you know, kind of be really, really good and really exciting. And if you cast your mind back to the, the Wagner season again, going back, you know, the last game I remember we played Cardiff and we changed the team. I know, I think Coleman got sent off. But if you, look, I remember ringing Matt Glennon that day, I said, Matt, there's no way this team are going to, no chance of getting in the Premier League. But like, you can't look at the last two games and to me, think it's it's kind of a, you know momentum and stuff. I saw that today mentioned in an interview, it's about momentum. So I'm not too fussed whether we won or lost. But what I love about it is just like everyone's just so relaxed, it's almost like there's a belief and an inner faith. And I suppose that's when the group's been so together that we're going to win and, going and that as well. And obviously, we we'll talk about the, the kind of dynamics as well. But I don't, it's just it, they, I think the other team is almost like psychological. They know if like they don't get in front against us, then we know what we're going to do and that as well. and uh, yeah, I just I just laughed when, we, when looked did that because that just sums up what Huddersfield Town this season. Quite a lot of it makes no sense, uh, where we are in the league, with the budget, etc. That as well. And when Toff's is doing that, it's just like incredible. But yeah, I can kind of understand the... the. I know there's a lot we'll probably talk about it later on as well about there seems to be a lot of anti-Huddersfield stuff <laughs> on social media and posit. No one is not on tonight. Is he still alive? Because a number of times I've seen him firing into opposition people about comments about Huddersfield Town but I can kind of get it really because you're looking at you're thinking well I mean this team are a fourth third or what have you and I don't think you you know you're never blown away with town but it's like respect the points tally mate. what we've got now 79 and it's just like yeah you might not watch us every week and you might not be thinking wow this is brilliant football but we're there for a reason we're good at what we do and it's uh I'm getting proper excited for uh He's probably going to be in it a week on Saturday for uh, for our game, but why not, eh?
4: Phil, talk us through the, the goal, really, Harry Toffolo's goal, because it starts with some good goalkeeping, doesn't it? Um, Nichols comes out and claims the corner, and then his quick kick uh, to Dwayne Holmes really sets it all away. Um, just tell us about, you know, how good that was, really, because when you, when you sort of scroll it back and watch the entire goal rather than just the Toffolo finish, which is excellent, it's actually a really good goal from back to front, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think obviously it's 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 a key area that we've we've looked at in terms of the you know looking after your area and, and dominating that area and 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 he can start attacks. You know we've seen his, his accuracy from kicking, from throwing. He really does you know make good decisions and and obviously they will work on it. We've we've said in the past obviously that the the kind of counter attacking football that we like to play away from home and uh, and, it, and it has suited us when we've got the players available and and, and that was great and. And like I say, like Toffolo cutting in from the left-hand side and whipping—he literally just whipped the ball in with his right foot yeah. into the far corner. You—you you couldn't call it, could you? You know, it's—I'm um, sure he was surprised that it, they actually made the contact that he made of it. Um, you know, if, if that was Saber Thomas, we'd, we'd still be saying what a goal. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I won't call it luck. I think it was—it was perfectly placed with his right peg. Uh, but yeah, what a goal! And like. You know, it, it does make a huge difference. A goalkeeper that you could, cause are was perfect there. The goalkeeper that you can rely on, you can see the whole team are just so relaxed uh, with him behind you. Uh, we mentioned it before, um, obviously, but um, just starting attacks off and, and just commanding the area it's, it's, it's brilliant, mate. It really is.
4: And uh, kudos to Dwayne Holmes as well for bringing that down because I was quite harsh on Dwayne at the at the game. Um, cause there were a couple of misplaced passes, but when you watch the extended highlights back, Dwayne's actually involved in everything decent that we do so fair play to Dwayne for for starting that as well and Scott High for his dummy run as well. Um, the celebration Andy as well was right in front of uh, me and you, you were sort of further, you were down at the bottom and I was up at the back, um, yeah. you know the celebration, you know Harry Toffolo is is sort of the perfect ambassador isn't he for you know any football club, you know he, he knows what's going on in the community, he sort of attaches himself to the supporters, the fans and and everything that goes around with it he's not just here to you know he's not one of those who just turns up picks up a paycheck goes home and you know does what he does he he sort of envelops himself doesn't he in, in everything you know you've seen him involved with uh, some of the youth um kids coaching thing that that's going on you know that his kids go to and stuff and he, he supports a lot of a lot of things and the town foundation and stuff like that and the the celebration you know he he knew you know he'd been speaking to Daz as well and you know you could see that you know the the celebration was meaningful it wasn't just for the cameras or anything you know it actually you know it came from the heart with him really
0: didn't you yeah it did yeah it was uh a really touching uh, thing for him to do the, the, the initial celebration and then the, the sign of the cross and then up to up to, to daz so that was uh, that was great to see his family were actually sat uh, a couple of rows back from me um and He's, hope you didn't
4: swear, Andy. No swearing I, I, in front of
0: us. There of others that were, were. I think it was quite a, <laughs> a good away day that was had by, by quite a few people yeah. uh, yesterday. There was there was a particular step, just two steps up near it, and got must have got about 50 people that, that, <laughs> as you were swinging around and trying to go upstairs. It was a yeah. difficult step to get over. But his, his kids and his family, they, they looked to be part of it as well. So, so you know, it was just a, a, a great thing to see. Yeah. Um, and We were almost perfectly behind it. And you can see the minute he made contact, it was you know that's that's in. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a, a really uplifting. And then Dwayne Holmes could have made it two 0 you know, and a minute or so later, that that would have been the ultimate, you know, um, robbery. For for we, we should have been two or three down at time, really, you know. nickels that great save, a couple of wasted opportunities for, from then. Uh, that that old hair guy who was very impressed with. Um, like a good player in um is,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah um and then Ta- the second half kicks off and town Ta- town Ta- are Ta- much better I thought in the second half um you know I thought the midfield got to grips with what Coventry had to offer. Um you know Coventry still had a lot of shots from range to be fair you know the, the twenty twenty odd shots in the game but I didn't feel massively threatened by them in truth. I don't know if that's because I had like four or five beers you know on the way down and what have you but I never actually felt hugely threatened by them until sort of at the death, when they brought uh, the youngster on Tavares, and you know they had a few more up front, and they, they they're a decent side. And you can see why Coventry have, have flirted with the top six, can't you? The you know the their approach plays are very good, but you know inside both boxes, Huddersfield Town were just better on the day. Inside you know both penalty areas, you know Coventry may have won the possession war, if you like, but uh, Town what well, that's what Town are good at. They're good at soaking up pressure and and just hitting teams at the right moment or picking the moments to hit them. And it's a it's a real strange skill, isn't it? That he's almost foreign uh, in you know in, in the championship if you like. But for me, one of the real flashpoints of the game and, and a real exciting point was Faustino Angerin, who came off the bench. He came on. I, I actually thought he was going to start Tino, um, but he didn't. Uh but he, he brought him on, sort of gave him a good half an hour or so and how good was he for sort of a 15, 20 twenty-minute spell. You know, he you know a couple of stats on him he's had twenty-two touches, one shot, one key pass, three dribbles where he got brought down twice one accurate through ball i think was for uh, i think it was the Danny Ward one you know and a goal from the penalty um, he was un- unplayable andy you know at times you know he, he got the ball he was turning he was skinning people and he was and this is the guy that we thought we were signing on loan and obviously he's had his fitness issues hasn't he he's um, you know he came with the, the the foot problem you know he's he's not quite up to speed but finally we look like we've got the player we thought we were getting and how good was he though that in in that sort of that little spell he looked outstanding
0: great great faith great strength that was the thing that previously when he's come on he's been he's been sort of knocked off the ball quite easily but three or four times he'd, he'd turn and go away and one of the times that i think he played ward in just purely from like lads like grabbing hold of him trying to stop him from turning him and he shrugged him off so that was uh, that first touch that strength that that awareness uh, how cold did he look when he was taking that penalty just like oh. i thought oh, what are you doing here 100 yards away come on sure like you care here
4: He'd toss it off in the park it, with his it, mates, wouldn't
0: he? Yeah, just I'll just pop it in the bottom corner and then just wander off and make a silly sign. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> um, But yeah, really, really impressed. And you'd hope that, you know, if if we've only got what another what potentially four games with him that he'll have a, a big part to play because he he looked for that fifteen or so minutes he, he looked head and shoulders above anything else on the field. So let's hope that we can get some some more of that from him because I was really, really impressed. And having not I thought he was another Meepo up until that point, you know, unimpressive, um I looked a little bit off the pace and you can understand it that at this level of high high you know high level elite level football being that 5% down in your fitness makes a big difference. So maybe now he's caught yeah. that up and he can really um, really show us what he's made of for the last few games that
4: we've been going for. I'm just laughing because Kozzi blatantly got triggered by Mipo and he unmuted himself to launch in and then he, he thought better of it and came back again. But Coszy yeah, were impressive, weren't like,
5: he? Mipo, uh, it feels like 10 seasons ago, does that, doesn't it? We've de- yeah. You know, when Aarons were playing as well at uh, Barnsley, I think Mipo and Aarons were both played that game and... God, I, I remember that game. I think we're just after the Middlesbrough. We scraped a draw, and like, of course, we were going to finish, uh, you know, t- third or fourth after that moment. But yeah, good. Uh, I just think in the playoffs, it's you know, I'm, yeah, we're good, we're efficient, we're solid. But I just think you've got to give a little bit more than that. I mean, we'll talk probably about the runners and riders, uh, for the players. But Nottingham Forest is gun players. There's players firing in goals, left, right, and centre. These people causing a lot of damage and. Yeah, we can be solid up to a point, but I just think in these massive games coming up, we need, we need something absolutely magical, really, in that as well. And it's really weird, kind of coming into the uh, this business end of the season because I'm trying to think. Most of the times, i I know we've, we've got in the playoff spots with two games to go, and you know, Phil. Obviously, we talk about your season famously, but we were obviously third, and then we dropped out of it ex- at the last game. But it's very rare, isn't it, that we're we're playing so well. Well, we're run another run at what is it three wins in four or whatever where normally we're we've kind of getting a you know we're throwing this game the fans are going man what's he doing playing this team that team or etc it's really weird it's it's odd coming in with such calmness with you know such belief such whoever can, comes in can do a job and jesus i think most people were more excited before they gave not with our team lineup but we get in so a t- sober thomas with a, an instagram story uh Sat in uh, Canal Side on his bike, and I think most people is like, "Wow, this is brilliant!" You know, whatever happens
4: at, at Coventry today. So, who's so he sponsored exciting. by, Cosy? Who's Who's sober Thomas sponsored by? Is it AKLD yeah. with Andy with his shirt in the background there as well? I'll,
0: I'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you an update live from Canal Side tomorrow because I'm meeting him tomorrow. So, send to send him some good wishes. I'll I'll do that for you when I'm, I'm getting yeah. five minutes.
4: I can you imagine Andy just tripping and stumbling into him and putting him out for the playoffs <laughs> or something like that? Yeah. Andy K ruins town playoff chances. I can just see. But Matt
5: Carlos has played a blinded so far this season. With pretty much everything is done, and God, I think I've been kind of broke. You know, I don't trust him. If he you if can't play against Barnsley, when will he ever play? Carlos might have played the you know played him off to a tee really uh, as well. And uh, yeah, yeah, master stroke I think to let him take the the spot kick and that as well. And. I just don't give up on players that easy. Now there's no way this guy with his history, with his, you know, his selling tags, If he wanted to go to Moscow, not that you would now, but you know, it's he's obviously got something about him. But you know, I had some people sending back, "He's used as a big lump." No, he's not, and uh, he might have the final say, mate. And hopefully, we'll do work at Wembley.
4: Yeah, Oli Turton should have taught us that lesson, didn't he? From earlier in the season, he went from looking like a League One player to a very good. Decent, solid fullback, didn't he? The, you know, championship level. Phil, how important is it to you know you you've got your playoff experience, haven't you? Town are now guaranteed the home leg uh, in the second, you know, in the second game. Is that is that important? Does it matter? And how important is it as well to get minutes in the legs of players like Danny Ward came on the bench as well, didn't he? Uh, Jordan Rhodes has played a few games, you know, and Tino, et cetera. You know, how important is that for the playoffs?
1: I think I I don't, I don't know if I buy into the the home leg and the away leg. Like, you know, vice versa, whether it's first or second, it, it you know, you can look into it too much, and you know, sometimes it it, it might turn in your favour, it might not do. You might be expecting, oh, Jesus, would are away in the second leg. You know, look at Chef Wednesday, um, but it actually turned out quite well for us. Um, so you know, in terms of that, I, I wouldn't really look into it. Um, but it is, you know, the the crowd have been fantastic recently, so I'm I'm sure it will really help us in that second leg if things aren't going right. Um, and then obviously with the players in terms of the time, it's brilliant, it's fantastic. I think it's it's nice that we can we can say that we're in the playoffs as early as we are, so we're not kind of chasing it and, and, and forcing things. Uh, and, and again, it, it gives us a chance to, to play with some of these players who, who are on the fringe and, and need a little bit more time. Jordan Rhodes obviously benefited massively from from, from Wardy being injured, um, which obviously we, we, we worried about at the start because he were playing so well, but I think Jordan's has done well. Um, and Tino, you know, like Cosy mentioned, it's a funny one because even I was saying he's he's been shocking. So I just literally wouldn't play him because he has been that poor. Um, and and knowing that he is a talent, everybody knows he's a talent across across the country. Obviously, the, within the game, people people rate him highly. But if it's not working, it's not working. Fortunately, we're kind of seeing the, the other side of him now, and, and it is down to fitness. It might be down to fitness. It might be down to jelly, it might be down to understanding the way that. we play because obviously the the, the style is totally different maybe to the team has just come from and Chelsea so there's a lot of things that you've got to get into into perspective you know is living away from home so all these things that you look at and and I think again you know you're right in what you're all saying it's it's kind of evolving at the right time for us everything just seems to be kind of slipping into place um like Cosy mentioned there in terms of like the attack effect we just need to remember last time we were in the playoffs we never scored a goal uh, yeah. Helpful play so you know it, it, for, on, for goals me, it on goals count on goals count well exactly so for me it's it's the it, it's understanding our game how we play I'm sure we're going to score a few more goals this time in the playoffs um, but yeah it's all it all just seems to be slipping into place doesn't it and it's um, it's, it's really positive it really is
4: mm. it's uncomfortable feeling that with it slipping into place it, uh, yeah, just yeah I... <laughs> it's weird yeah, yeah. It?
1: yeah. well I think I, I mean I, I just feel really relaxed about it And and obviously the players do. You can see it around the ground, and and, and it it seems a little bit surreal to be honest. I don't really feel like we're in the playoffs. We've said it in the last uh, podcast. It just, it just seems really, really random. It's almost kind of relaxed about who we play. I couldn't care less who we play against. You know, our style of play. You know, if we play Forest, 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 an attacking team, they've got some flair. Who's to say in these two games if we bore them to death, (laughs) they're not going to be (laughs) able to do what I mean. I'm you loving
5: need... the vibes coming out of everything at the moment from Dean this week in that which is the lads want it, they really, really yeah. want it because I think we've said, and a few people have said, do we show time, really want to go but it's not about, like, kind of above and, and stuff, the players really, really want it, they've come so far I think quite a lot of them know, especially, you know probably Tom Leeson, well, there's not really many opportunities to get, yeah. it'd be a Premier League football, I think you touched on it la- last time we were on, and that as well so for me, it's so exciting and and then what I'm loving about the vibes, I got i, I take cricket, Forester going up, Forrester going up, Forester there, Forester on fire, my money's on Forest, the, the media, Forrester. This and it's saw obviously, not to be you know carried away with that. And who's the what a game, Tuesday night. It's incredible, man. Matt, yeah. you can't make it up, can you? Same goal difference, Bournemouth, Forest. Yeah. And I, I honestly I'm not gonna buy into that. And I know some people are trying to go that psychological route. Oh. If Forrest, you know, don't get second, then they'll be good. And look, no, I don't see that. Forest were out of it. There, this is a, a free hit for me for Forrest and that as well. So, I, I'm not buying this. You know, they don't get that third spot and they're going to be in a But what I do like is just how it's kind of set up for us and that as well. But because no one's, you know, we obviously boiling, there's a lot of accounts in that our fans I think are buying into it, piss boiling, Terry's, etc. But I think it's, uh, He's, I love it like that because normally a team like with the runs we've had, this anyone else if if it wasn't for Sir it was someone else with this. God, Matt, you might have the stops on Be like thirty-two games or twenty-nine games, like three defeats, something ridiculous, isn't it? Really, but two twenty-six. Like, wow, yeah, this is the team to get on behind. But no one's giving us anything, and especially if Sheffield United get in, and probably Burnet as well. They'll be like, it's, I love it. Yeah, Just keep that coming. Do you Sonia's know and Luton? Will be written off, and Luton might not even get there. I mean that. Honestly, they, they, it's incredible how it's all lining up for this last weekend. I'm glad we can just sit and chill out because it starts tomorrow, doesn't it? Fulham and Luton Fulham need yeah. to win the league. It's. I think Luton are going to miss out. You know. Do
4: you know what, Cos Johnny, who's who's on the podcast quite often, sent me a message today about um, about the playoffs, uh, and he's saying I'm just going to mute you a second. Sorry, Andy, just for the hissing. Um, there we go. Uh, so. He has, you know, uh, he was looking at the the odds, you know, the the, the odds for um, for Huddersfield um, and their rivals for the playoffs. It says if you put ten pounds on Nottingham Forest, uh, you return twenty. Sheffield United uh, returns thirty-seven pound fifty. Uh, Huddersfield Town, if you put ten pounds on, uh, returns fifty quid. So we are not fancied uh, by the bookies, and Luton is is similar, fifty-five pounds uh, for Luton. He didn't do Middlesbrough, um, but that just sort of shows the level you know, that the sort of the way people are looking, the bookies, the media, everyone. And I think it suits us. I think it suits us being the underdog, doesn't it? I know people make dog jibes and what have you, but it really does suit us, doesn't it? In you know, to be the one that slips under the radar and just kinda cruises under. And, you know, I'm I'm happy with that. I'm fine with that. If Forrest Forest are a good side, they've got great players there. You know, Ryan Yates, Brennan Johnson uh, Keenan Davis I think he might be injured but you know and Argel, they've got they've got a really talented side you know it's it's great Jed Spence uh they'll rightly be favorites and that's fine but in a one off final anything can happen it just takes a decision a mistake a red card or something and you know and it flips and it's um you know uh, it it really is finely poised and I'm I'm similar I don't mind who we get really I'd prefer to avoid Forest you know like I would have preferred to avoid Fulham you know 5 years ago but if it happens, it happens, and you know this. This Huddersfield team has surprised us all season, and you never know, think, do
5: you? I think the thing is, Matt. though, if you think of that other season, we, met, we didn't beat Fulham, and they did. They beat us by five uh, uh, in oh, the promotion.
4: Yeah, season. but Chef Wednesday we did the double us as well. Yeah, that, we've yeah.
5: beaten Forest. We've beaten Sheffield United. We've beaten Luton. We haven't beaten Bournemouth. Bournemouth do concern <laughs> me, but we yeah. can't probably get them. We get the final. The only thing I totally agree with Phil with, and the one thing I wish. I'd much prefer the second leg away. I really would. Yeah. I think our home
4: record's dicey, isn't it? In the place It is.
5: But like Phil said, you don't even have to score a goal or win a get, you know to get to, to go up. It's just crazy. And it don't matter how we do it, it's just about getting there. But how exciting is it? Because it's not, it's this moment I always am a bit jealous of teams because they're either winning a league, they're involved the next time and we're in the place. We have to wait our turn, we have to let everyone have the agony of the next few days and stuff, and then our turn will come. But when Dean says the lads fancy it, the lads want it. They want this. I love to read that because uh, there's so many people like saying to me like, "Oh, do you wish? Do you want to go up really?" And it's, it doesn't matter what we want. It doesn't matter what Dean all wants. It doesn't matter what then guys wearing their shirts wants. And honestly, it just it just feels like a well-oiled machineless your town at the moment. And the icing on the cake. Hopefully Andy will be able to confirm it live on his Twitter feed tomorrow about Mr. Thomas. But it looks like we're going to have all our weapons available uh, God, you just watch, like this you know, podcast, it all go wrong against Bristol, but yeah, it's sensational. Uh, honestly, that it does worry a little bit, like you say, And It's not like us to be we've normally got doubts or where you know we finished on that such low member card if uh destroying us. Uh, I think that's a like Scott at or two, or whatever. I remember just thinking there's no way us of going up anytime soon playing like this, albeit the game with a dead rubber, but like yesterday, I read, honestly, if we 3 0, it's like, well, that's it. We, Honestly, we just won and we look good, and it's uh, wow! It's so exciting.
4: Right, let's uh, let's go back to the just finish off the Coventry game and get some opinion on that as well. Um, so, you know, we, what did you
5: reckon to we, it ground, you lads? I've been there once before. It's decent. Lee Bromby's dad, but what well, they said about that, the better. But what Dave, we
4: Dave Bromby. It? It's it's decent. I liked it. They, I think they used the Bradford City algorithm a little bit on the attendance, but it were it were pretty good. They reckon there were twenty three thousand there. I didn't really feel that full, did it, and it felt more like 14, 15. But two and a half thousand town fans. I thought it was, despite the wrath online that it seems to have caused. I thought it was quite a decent decent turnout. I went down on the high town bus cause with, uh, you know your your mate Pete Muddiman was there as well. I had a chat with him about you.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Deliver.
4: No, it's all right. Um, although I made a great start. Wore a white t shirt and then opened a bottle of Pepsi. You know, within five minutes and it sprayed everywhere and I got all straight man.
5: Pepsi. Yeah,
4: Yeah, Scott Bradley. I had to drive when I came back, so so I had, to, <laughs> I, had to, I, went, I had a proper Scott Bradley moment. I saw Scott Bradley as well, proper funny guy. Uh Yeah, so uh, went down that. and uh, I, we're open from eight AM. I think there were seven,
5: uh, seven, I saw seven. And H on that on some videos, <laughs> it, it looked a bit wild in some of them buses yesterday.
4: It was good, and you know, uh, uh, Coventry fans. I think there's a, a couple of salty tears, but you know, they they were sort of saying we're the quietest we've seen. But I I could only hear Huddersfield fans from the top corner, and I thought. Yeah. I thought the noise was was fine. I thought it was I thought it was, it was a good day, wasn't it? Andy? it was a a good day. Good stadium. Um, quite enjoyed it. That result helps, obviously. Um, you're on mute, Andy. Let me just unmute you. Here you go, mate. I need I to
5: thought, go to the toilet. Sorry, guys. No yeah. spiders this week. Just just urine. I, I
0: thought happened. the conference did a, did a good job of cheering the team on. They never shut up until we went two 0 up. Really, um, town did what we usually do. We looked a bit. We were a bit timid. I think in the crowd. We could have been a bit more yeah, we're we're in the playoffs and you're not but there were too many drunk folk there to be that bothered. We were like, who oh, cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're in playoffs, we're having a few beers. you will me wicked up about the fact that we're not singing it. We're not bothered. But
4: We're just swaying, yeah, weren't we? Just <laughs> <laughs> stood swaying. Just, <laughs> yeah.
0: they out. So they, they did a great job atmosphere-wise down at the, the right hand side. Uh, Plenty of pantomime villains with a couple of crybabies down the bottom left. Oh, that, that
4: guy lost. Cozzy, what's
5: your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win,
4: order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more
0: than football.
4: Do you see the guy that lost it yeah. completely when they were singing? He's going to cry in a minute. It. Oh, yeah. guy, guy, absolutely lost it, didn't he? That was that was really good. It was a
0: good day, a good day out. Um, yeah, good stadium. But yeah, yeah. Given the comments of fans. That I had, so I didn't speak to many, but they, they seemed like all right people. You know, so it was, it was, yeah.
4: All right. Yeah, good stuff. We got abused on the coach by a family of four. You know, a couple of young kids giving us the uh, the old the old Coventry goodbye. You know what I mean? But it was yeah, it was good fun. It was all right. Yeah, I had a good a good time. Was had by all, and uh, a good time has been had on Twitter as well. So let's go to some comments and uh, and see what. I'm just going to mute you, uh, Andy. Again, sorry. Uh, Cause is back. You know, that's what happens with age, isn't it? Cause you can't hold that bladder. Uh, so I'm just going to <laughs> I'm just going to uh, read through a couple of. Um, Comments so Bez five six seven eight says he thinks the co commentator was Steve Grizovich. I love Steve Agrzevich because he in the nineties. Uh, he was a proper is that decent what, keeper. Right miserable
5: get, is yeah, well yeah, he's yeah,
4: about he must be hundred and twenty five years, years old by now, because he was sixty when he played in the nineties. He was he was class Phil, he was class, wasn't he? Steve Agrysovich back in the back in the day. Proper big, decent uh, keeper.
1: Big group, wasn't it? Yeah, big guy.
4: he was yeah. class. I loved him. Mate. I thought he was no, brilliant. Nonsense. Um Terry seventy two says, Gotta say I thought Commentary played some great football and thought we defended well. Uh, a win versus Bristol. We will have more points than under Wagner when we went up, which is correct. Uh, Bez5678 says it isn't very pretty at the minute, but it's very effective and fun to see the reaction from the opposition fans. Uh, Julian says a final push and see where we go. Uh, we were in the perfect position to see Toff's goal. Sign the contract, Toffalo. The whole side are putting in a shift. I'm just muting you, Phil. The whole side are putting in a shift. Uh, Holmes needs to commit more and release the ball quicker generally uh best five six seven eight says tino to start next week should do after his cameo yesterday um <laughs> uh, and then he says think we could also get tino back for a full season scene uh, as he's missed much of this especially if we miss out on promotion uh, i think the thing with tino i think southampton have been sniffing haven't they whether to sign him permanently but i think with the way it's maybe gone uh i think they may hold off on that for 12 months and i think if town look after him you know dave hartrick says this on the other podcast and in our whatsapp groups and he's He's, he's quite forthright in saying, look, if town look after him, you know, uh, don't send him back. Look after him, get him fit, and show that you can do the right thing by him, then there may be an outside chance of getting him back next year. And if you can get 30 games out of him next year where he does what he did at Coventry, then, you know, that is a very exciting prospect, you know, whichever division you're in. Um, Johnny Gillespie, Skybet 4-1, to worth it. I'm not sure, Johnny. Uh, Matt uh, says, Teeny has to start next week. Give him 90 minutes, especially with players missing across the wide areas. He needs as much football as possible going into three cup finals. Uh, Steve Blackburn says Tino time. I'm not sure if that's quite as good as Chico time. I don't think he's got the same ring. Uh, Phil Marston says everyone is underestimating town. Good omens. Uh, Robert Wood says, do we have any gears? Can't remember when we last used them. Terry 72 says Forest 2nd, Bournemouth lose to Borough. Uh, that would make me very happy, but and also Cosy as well, seeing as though he's now mates with Graham Bandera, and I do remember Graham saying to you back in October that it would be incredible. Hud- it'll say he did say Middlesbrough Huddersfield playoff final, didn't he?
5: It's incredible, mate. He said it after about ten pints, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, well, obviously we just lost to that. But I was thinking about it the night. It's incredible, like because there were no. I just thought we were going to end up like 14, 15, because Borough looked good, and mm. I just uh, they need a lot of uh, things to go their way. I think don't the other two. To get in there though, really, because uh, but Fulham—it's incredible, isn't it? Fulham are playing uh, Luton tomorrow and Sheffield United on. uh It's Sheffield United. Yeah, it's on Saturday, Fulham. Isn't it? It's
4: Fulham Sheffield United yeah. on Saturday. yeah.
5: How, they've had so much to say, and they didn't do us any favors last Tuesday. Their buggers against Forest to be fair—they were unlucky, really. But it's honestly the fixtures are, are so amazing how they've turned out. But Luton have got Reading on uh, on the Saturday. So you'd expect them to win that. So tomorrow's. Such a big game, because I think that if they get beat by any score, the goal difference, Sheffield go bowling, don't they? So then Sheffield, all they need to do is just match. Oh, man, it's going to be a, a rock and roll uh, a few days. I'm right looking forward to it. And I, honestly, our game, it's almost like there'll be more people looking on the phones than, you know, them watching the pitch, I think, on Saturday for us.
4: Yeah, uh, even big man's watching Neil. Neil Wayne's watching, I saw Neil on Saturday as well, he, is, was, he was there with Manuel Manuel Noah uh, down at the front, um, yeah. yeah good to see you mate.
5: Neil said we've finished top two so poor predictions Neil.
4: <laughs> I'm not sure he did, <laughs> I'm not sure any did. did yeah. Honestly I can't wait to dig out those, uh, when we do the end of season thing I can't wait to dig <laughs> out the uh, the predictions because oh god, I think you know I, I had a message from Jody Calvert the other week because she predicted ninth when town almost went down last year and she's like not laughing now are because I think she predicted top half but you know fair play Joe, got, got to take positive, it. She is, she's far well more positive well. than us whoppers isn't she so you know fair enough uh,
5: that's why she don't come on here much because we don't like positivity man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we love it mate um, yeah so that's it so thanks to everyone online for uh, for getting involved uh, in that as well so uh, a couple of more points to discuss really um, Cosy, you wanted to discuss the season card sales didn't you um, you know and Dean's uh, rally message you kind of Brushed on it slightly. Um, just go into that a bit more, cause what what do you reckon is a good figure? And do you reckon we can? Because there is there is a missing a missing group of town fans, if you like, isn't there? There's a there's a there's a section which probably haven't come back after lockdown or struggling to motivate themselves after lockdown. Uh, do you think we can get them back next year as well? Do you think we can push on and get more? Uh, what's a good figure? You know, in the Premier League or well, Premier League I'm sure would sell out, but Championship. You know, what do you reckon?
5: I think, well, the, I think the problem we did is not a problem, really, but he were really emphasising that the prices won't be, this is the best you'll get it, so buy before the deadline. But we know Dean changes his mind all the time, so I just wondered if some people are waiting to see if we do get up to the Premier League. Although, part of me does wonder, though, that those people that did kind of jump on board for the Premier League, would they come back again? Because it doesn't seem to me any signs of, of that kind of happening and that as well, and... Uh, well, I don't know to be honest, Matt. I think he didn't give any figures to be exactly what was sold, but he said it required, was quite. What were it, fifteen percent? of it was some at the same stage. It was a positive message that he he sent out really, and that as well. But uh, and I think it's been a bit of a masterstroke really to kind of do the offers games and that as well. I know. I think the Bristol game is twenty, and and I think the playoffs will be. I suppose it's going to be a Monday. It's going to be Tuesday night probably for us. One, it? it will be the second leg at home, but. Again, I'll be surprised if that's like twenty-five, thirty. I think he'll go 20 again and that as well and get that stadium rocking. He's no, you don't make your money like Dean has without, you know, being having been a savvy uh, businessman and that as well. So, yeah, I've answered your question like proper politicians uh, answer, although I'm not watching any notice. I've got to
4: say, yeah, uh, that was going to be but, my next line.
5: <laughs> but, but, yeah, so it's uh, honestly, as long as they just get behind the team, it's been really good. But it's hard not to when you get in there, I, I get that the football's not, like, off your feet stuff, but I think people love people putting in shifting Huddersfield uh, colours and stuff, and we've got that in abundance. I cannot wait for that second leg under lights when whoever we play, because honestly, I just I know you can think of. we'll probably come on playoffs later on, maybe next week and stuff, but Phil, that like Barnsley one still rankles with me so much. I remember seeing people break seats, not that we can condone it, but when we had it ripped out of us that season, when I thought we were doing it under Jacko. But the, a Leeds fan said to me, he just says, Are you ready for like 180 minutes or probably been more of heart pain? You know, I says, I, I says, bring it on. But honestly, they're so special. And when you watch them as a neutral, you love them, don't you? But when we're involved, it's just going to be so exciting. And uh, I just, can we fill the ground for the second leg? I think we can, you know.
4: I'm not sure. Phil's Phil's on mute at the minute, but I I saw no, he's on mute. Let me unmute Phil. But the uh, I saw Paul Rahubkov's name flash across Phil's eyes for a moment after that Barnsley game. But
1: here well, he is. He's on. To he's be unmuted fair, now. To be, that, to be fair, that that that, were, that were when I left because it would um, I know I've seen the videos from from Jacko and stuff, but it were you know I, I had a good season that year, um, and if if it weren't for the fact that Rabs had a, a year left on his contract, I wouldn't have been going anywhere. He'd have been going. Um, but that—that's life, and, and and it you know it would it, it, it would go wrenching to be honest. I, I, it's it's a lot easier when you're involved. I'll tell you that now. It's a lot easier when you're involved because that Chef Wednesday game. I was sat in my brother's house watching game. We didn't go to the game. And, um, god, god, it's horrible, isn't it? It's absolutely awful just sitting and watching the playoffs. It's just so nerve wracking. Um. So yeah, it's um, yeah it's. I don't know. I would talk to a lad down the road the other day and I always walk past his house. He's a big, massive town fan and, um, and I just said, like, I'm, I'm dreading it. I said, even if we got, especially if we've got Wembley, I'm dreading it again because it's just just stress. It's just pure stress. When you're involved in it, it's, it's totally fine. You're just concentrating on the game and, and, and the, the, the surroundings and everything else, it's just all like kind of white noise. But when you're a fan, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's not easy.
5: Emotions are weird this time Phil, because I just think you think of them over years. That, that when we lost under Lee Clark in you know Old Trafford, I felt we had what we deserved ripped away from us. And I don't know how you can say that, but we had 80 odd points. And you know, the the wagner one was weird because I, I kind of felt we'd run our race, you know, even though we were in the playoffs early and maybe rest of players, etc. But I, I remember coming to that Wednesday game, I mean, the crowd were you know, it was a bit of a weird atmosphere that Sunday, and I thought. You were almost like we we had a great season, but we weren't just going to make it over the line. And you know the other ones, obviously your season, mate, was the one where again similar, where you know well we should have had all obviously, and then you know we didn't get it, and that's well the other one that the season that people seem to forget, the Loomacari one, where against all odds we got in there. Not Episode's bandana, by the way, which looked good. We stumbled, weird, we but,
4: stumbled in at the end, though, didn't we? That yeah, we did. and,
5: one, and yeah. I remember going there thinking we totally overachieved. So. You know i remember coming away thinking i'm proud of the lads mm. not really expected to be anywhere near the playoffs and obviously i didn't want to go down the season after but we did but this is different i don't know how i feel about this one it's it's weird i don't know it's we've totally earned our place in there we never expected to be here but it's like anything in once you get in there you want to win and for anyone to say now like oh you can't win a playoffs thing because people are asking me at work what, what do you think do you want to really go up but you don't enter the playoffs. You to do. Yeah, yeah.
4: Of course you want to go up. No. Of, course of course you do.
5: Even if there's a big knowledge fan at work and they got relegated, like is that the maybe game?
4: maybe he didn't want to go up. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> no. what they do, but,
5: but but it's like but I think they always think they're going to yo-yo and stuff, and they'll probably be back there again. For us, it's just out of the blue, and no guarantees we'll be there next year. I think Steve and Chicken David Archick had the, did a great podcast the other week, and they said we've kind of took advantage of teams that are going to... A year behind us with the financial, you know, carry on and that as well, where they've had to adjust for FFP. Kind of in this, We did our own work or the housework before and obviously players were out of contract. So I'm not saying it's like a now or never situation. Well, maybe I am, but I just... You know, you, you do think we'd lose a Lewis O'Brien or maybe even a sober in, in the summer, but it's... I can't tell you how I'm feeling coming into it. It's just really weird. And would I be disappointed if we lost? Probably because because I think this team is good enough to go all the way you know
4: I, I think so I think Andy, so what do you sorry Andy you're on mute oh, let me just take you're
0: you back off you told, told me I'm on mute so I haven't up for about 20 minutes because I don't think no, I
4: would speak.
5: that's why <laughs> viewers have gone up <laughs> there um,
0: I'm with you I'm, I'm like, I've had no expectations when I've been on here before I've said I didn't think we'd do anything my first tweet of the football season was that we played Derby and neither team would do anything all season. So I got that completely wrong. Yeah, so <laughs> you just want to. It's got a feeling of sixteen, seventeen to me because I think Bournemouth or um, Forest or the Fulham are the, the situation. I think that Luton are going to be um, the Sheffield Wednesday because I think we'll play them and I think we'll beat, hopefully, beat Sheffield United in the final. That's 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 what how I wanted to pan out.
4: Cause um, it. I said this last week, Andy Cozzy, that I've I've got major Reading vibes about us. Not not so much town. It, it's the All fact right. that there's We're not that
5: on penalties I hope.
4: No, well, there's that been there done it feeling, do you know, with a lot of town fans, you know, that Reading because I remember Reading fans yeah. going, I'm not that bothered if we get promoted at the and I'm like, Are you mental are you mad? This is this is like the pin, you know, the pinnacle. You want to get promoted. And a lot of them were just like, we've been there, done it, didn't enjoy it. And I just thought, what on earth are they they on about? And But you see it with some town fans now because that second season was so, so bad. Um, you know, there's a lot of town fans doing it, but I'm, I want, I, I'll be devastated if we don't do it. I, I really want us to, I feel like it's, every time we're in the playoffs in the second tier, for me, it's shit or bust every time because if we don't go up, then we'll lose half the squad. Carlos yeah. will get poached within a certain, and Carlos is yeah. so big for us at the minute. You know, and, and, it's just the food chain, isn't it? And we just go up the food chain and, you know, and, and who's to say, I said this on Thursday night at the, at the Magic Rock thing um, for the FA Cup um, showing. And just saying, you know, we made a lot of mistakes in that second season, but it doesn't mean we'll go up and make the same mistakes again. You know, I'm sure, you know, we've got similar people involved. You know, you can learn from those mistakes. And I think Lee Bromby is quite a savvy operator behind the scenes. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. And I think he's quite switched on, you know, and I think he's proved over the last 12 months how he's grown into the role that, you know, he's 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 quite switched on with what he's doing. And, you know, Lee's, I think he separates the, or, or from when I hear him speaking, he seems to separate the emotional side of things very well as well. So, uh, you know, I'm hopeful that we will go up. We won't have that crazy structure in place where we didn't have a director of football operations for half of the Premier League, which was absolutely mind-blowing to me. You know, we've got, uh, you know, we haven't got got
5: Julian Winter at all. We haven't got,
4: we haven't got, got, uh, (laughs) yeah, we haven't got Whopper Winter. And, you know, it's, you know, there's a lot of positive things. If we do go up, you know, touch wood and all that, you know, there's a lot of good people in place to make sure that we don't quite um, sign a Dama Diakabi again. So you know, that's how it, and that's that. That's I think that's the worry of people. You know, I think we'll be a lot more streetwise. We, you know, that the gap between the championship and the Premier League has grown exponentially in the last five years. I think so. There's a very good chance we'll come straight back down because it's such a big place to bridge. But I just don't think we'll be as as daft as what we were in that second season. I think we'll be smart. We'll be switched on. We'll bring players in who, if we go back down, will be able to get us to bounce back. Um, and you know, I'm I'm excited for the playoffs. Nervous, but you know. I really want us to do it and you know, fingers crossed hopefully we will. Phil?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's, um, it's exciting times and, and like you say, unfortunately for some of these fans who, um, who, who might be aye-aye about going back in the Premier League, I'll tell you now, every single player in that changing room will want to be in the Premier League. So like at Olympic, they're going to be giving 100%. Um, players who aren't playing, players who are playing, coaching staff, Brookie, Kitman, etc. Everybody in that club now will want to be getting back into the Premier League. So it's uh, like I say, unfortunately for some of these fans who who don't quite fancy it and don't want to see us go back in and, and find it difficult for a season, maybe. Um, if if we're lucky, fingers crossed, if we do go, up, that's going to happen. So, um, like I said, we, we want us to be in the top in the top division, don't we? That's where we want to be. Irrelevant, no, irrelevant no. of attendances and irrelevant of. If we're, big, if we're a big club, we're relevant talk sport, talking crap about why you're doing this, why aren't you spending money, but then next week they talk about these clubs spending too much money and, and being silly with it. You know, all that kind of crap, all that white noise, rubbish. We just want to be as high as we can, don't we? And, and, that's, and like I say, every single player in that dressing room, for different reasons, like Cosie said, your, your, your Leeds, your, your Sauber-Thomases, your Lewis O'Brien, your Nichols everybody's got a reason for wanting to be in the Premier League. Not one person in that team will not want to be in the Premier League. So, um, and, and, and the are fully focused. Again, you know, it, it's, we've got the players in there, haven't we? The experience. You look around that changing room for these big games when you've got some young lads who might be a bit nervous. Um, we've got loads of experience in there now. We've got a calm goalkeeper. We've got a centre-half with, with a strong head on him. We've got a Hoggy with a strong head and a head on him. It's it's just set up for for a for a great little final finale to the to the season, um, so yeah, it's uh, all systems go. I suspect.
4: I'll. Shall we go to YouTube and have a look at some of the comments that are coming through? So we've got. Um, let's start with Bears. He says Luton have had to sign an emergency goalkeeper from Hull. I think they've had some bad luck, haven't they? Luton with injuries lately. So, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? Luton could be quite the wounded animal to play and sometimes those injuries galvanise you so I'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing at the minute but we'll... just
1: will go, Just going on to that before you carry on uh, think
4: Is it you Phil? Are you the keeper?
1: I remember uh, telling me that I had to be injured
4: <laughs> when I was younger oh, I, 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 what, what I mean
1: I'm at 19 I think was about like 18 and obviously you didn't think I was quite ready for it I was playing every game in reserves etc and he were like right we need an emergency keeper uh, so Phil you've got a bad back uh, you can't, <laughs> play. You can't who did,
4: play who did who did we sign who came in then
1: I can't remember
4: who won because we had didn't Martin Margesson seemed to play all were Kevin Dearden there at that point or were he there around it, that it point it
1: might have been him that they brought in it might have been Kev yeah. and he was
4: smaller than me or Kev yeah he <laughs> was, was little uh, yeah let's have a look so we've got uh, this is a good one for you Cosy. the Colin I'm, I'm going to change one of the words here the Colin Winker channel uh, it says John Russell makes the same errors as Ruben Loftus Cheek. He also makes some of the positive uh, things that Loftus, the positive passes Loftus Cheek does as well. There are some Loftus Cheek vibes with uh, with John Russell. I've heard from a few people. bez five six seven eight. Don't let the league set the prices for the don't the league set the prices for the playoffs. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll have to check that. Uh, Rich, Richard Hook. He says, "Great day out. Never seen so many uh, drunken fans. Sour Coventry fans. Big crowd at the Ambleside <laughs> Sports Club cricket match. Yeah, I was at the Ambleside cricket. Cozzy, You would have." been going absolutely mental town fans town fans on the on the cricket pitch you would have been shooing them up you'd have been (laughs) you'd have been frothing absolutely frothing yeah a toe on the pitch and cosy'd have been chasing everyone off Um, too
5: many junk town fans not my gig that you know not anymore some water other waters are available
4: (laughs) well and what about pepsi cosy you didn't (laughs) um Yep. So Colin, it. <laughs> the, the Colin Winker channel says, how many of our current team do you think are capable of playing in the Premier League? I think that's a, that's a question you see. None of them in the top half really, but in the bottom half, you know, where you, you tough things out, you could probably, I don't know, Nichols would be a fine. I think he'd be all right. Uh, Lewis O'Brien would be fine. Um, Sorber's delivery is good enough, isn't it? For uh, for a lot of it, Um Tom Lee's experience might be okay. I think Levi would come back, and Levi, I think, would would show in the Premier League. It's difficult because they're all at different levels, isn't it? But I think some some players might surprise you. Last time we went up, there's some players surprised us, didn't they? So like Toffolo, etc., could you know Pippa, etc., could be
5: fine. Map to go at Premier League our Stadium. It needs nine million pounds worth of refurbishments
4: well If we go up, we can afford Matt's
5: it. <laughs> Their skin, so, mate. yeah, honestly, it's scary that nine million pounds for. I mean, you look at it, you're thinking, what's it need to do? We saw them little things that we don't see, like holes in roofs and what have you. That unless you sat there, you don't really see it. So, did you know that the club will be in such a better position? All right, he might be nine months of pain and you know, 14 points, and Adrian Durham ranting every week, and Kundi were at you would Villa have been a Real, the other day he he w- down, you
4: see it. what he said about Villarreal yeah. as well Cundi what an yeah, absolute end, the yeah.
5: budget's like about 50 pence but that don't fit his narrative but mate as, as the people are buying into the piss boiling terriers are in town <laughs> and uh, yeah. let's hope we're doing it again and that you know I mean as much as I love to see them Sky Sports Classics and Schindler's penalty on that as well. I want a new one on, man, for 2022. You want,
4: you want a Matty Pearson header from a sober Thomas corner. That's what you want, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we
5: haven't seen him yet on the Instagram. Is he training again on? Is he done? We don't, he's
4: we'll still, have to see. Carlos
5: don't give out away, does he? And that's what I no, that's, having, which
4: man. is good now. He, he used to work, do. It? He used to he used to just go, yes, he'll be back in three days in training on the Monday, then he'll do this on the Thursday. But he's learned, hasn't he? That, this is what's great yeah, about Robbins Carlos is he learns on it.
5: Matt Roberts was saying the same as Chris Wilde Again, no idea what we were going to do. No idea on his team. And he, he was kind of haunted a little bit. I and mean, it's just, I love it. I love yeah. it. I think, obviously, Cooper's, you know, kind of a bit more savvy as well. You know, Ekinbottom, I think he could do a number on him tactically and that as well. If they get in, Nathan Jones, it's going to be fascinating, aren't it? And that yeah. After we beat him that Monday night and stuff, where they're going Go- to be in it, though. Yeah. Because-
4: the championship manager of the year, Nathan Jones, and he's, he's, a, he's a decent manager. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going yeah. to be good. Uh let's let's go through some of the other uh, things. So Robert Wood says how many of the present team would you have said would get us in the playoffs which is a really good question actually because you probably wouldn't, did you? Yeah. So that's uh, that's a really good point is that. Uh Terry Seven 2 so he agrees with me re- regarding Lee Bromby although uh past experiences not a lot of them last very long I think Lee's quite settled here isn't he? I don't think he's going to do a Stuart Webber. Uh right okay start of the season would have said none uh Rich Ducky says I'm very excited for the playoffs nothing to lose let's just go for it. I also don't think we'll make the same mistakes as before even if it means we come straight back down. Um, and then Steve Blackman says, I think Town have learned a lot from uh, two years in the Premier League re- regarding investment and recruitment. Yeah, and I think I agree with that. Um, but yeah, I think that is it. So the last point on the agenda, Cosy. although I did have a few messages from the big man, Neil, and he was saying, um, what's he put? He thinks Tino is the secret weapon. Usually when Neil says weapon, you know, you think he means something else, but he doesn't on this occasion. So uh, Tino, the secret weapon, and yeah, I agree with that. And he's also uh, correcting you, Mr. Cosmala, in the 2001-2 season where he's saying uh, we needed Leon Knight in those playoffs, which obviously we didn't have because of his suspension, which is really weird because I did that Leon Knight video um, a little while back and he got sent off against Oldham. And in my head, I thought Oldham must have been the last home game because he missed the playoffs. But it wasn't. In those days, you used, to, you used to sort of have a two-week grace period before you were actually suspended. So he actually played in the next two or three league games after that and then suspended for the playoffs, which really seems really bizarre when, you, when now it's so instantaneous, isn't it? So, um, yeah, why
5: come this game on, on Sky yesterday? Well, how come?
4: <laughs> Thank God it wasn't.
5: <laughs> how come, no? Is this some contractual thing, that Sky show game? That's poor, that
4: man. Ah, Phil. And, and Neil also says the goalkeeper was Paul Evans from Leeds. That came in the emergency one. Oh,
5: do you think kidding. Sky? I don't know. You well
1: think you done, Neil. I love
5: <laughs> that knowledge.
4: Get Back on the, <laughs> the podcast, knowledge. Neil. It's, it's shit. He's throwing, it's throwing it out like confetti. This knowledge. Get back on the pod. You man. think Sky
5: just do stuff to wind people up? I'm going to get a rant here, but that playoff semi is two forty-five on a Saturday. Why two forty-five? Why? It's
4: just to annoy Why not you i don't know you just is it is that man? because there's a blanket ban on three o'clock saturday kickoffs across the country is that does that no, no, is that
5: it be no, i don't know it's, the, it's, it's probably something like to.
4: It. it's probably something stupid like they're not allowed to show three o'clock saturday games so they'll have to move it 15 minutes or something i would imagine yeah, yeah, i would imagine yeah. that'll be that'll be why rather than just trying to wind you I up think,
5: <laughs> i think the only thing that's going to be a bit of a negative maybe and it, it all depends if you get loot and We'll get Natall tickets there. I yeah. That blue and white foundation thing, which we've shouted out, that's going to boil a lot of profs. So that's the only thing where, I suppose you Nottingham, obviously you know my love for kind of that kind Cooters. of ground. And Sheffield, it's. That's the only thing in it. Blue will give us nothing, man.
4: He likes going for the wings, Phil. That's talk why he goes. Like it's to the to wings.
1: Talks about not being a really nice Phil, place. Phil, I've never that seen this man. Fifty grounds, forty grounds. Just like scooters,
5: mate. I like magic, a stray diamond, galicia, and, and any of the stuff like that. It's all good, man. I I'm not too old for that, film Now, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Craig, we went for a Christmas do there once, and uh, Craig Armstrong took us down. And um, never Craig forget Armstrong. it, he was like, I'll start it all out, lads. And and um, and one of the women, he says, They all know me. Yeah, one of the women came up, she says, Um, right, who's organised for us. Craig Armstrong? You don't got it, like. No, never heard of him.
4: Game <laughs> so <laughs> on the podcast. So you can grill him for that, couldn't you? Uh, I think that's yeah. pretty much all we've got. I think the last the last point is there's an England youth game as well um, on the 13th of June, Monday, 7:45 kickoff uh, at the John Smith Stadium. England will take on Slovenia under 21s. Which uh, it's wow. good to see the uh, the stadium getting the uh, the accolades, if you like. Um, good to see. I think I'll 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 go down to that. Um, Probably encourage as many town fans as possible to go down to that as well, because if we don't, we won't get another game for another twenty years. So um, yeah, so it's great for great for the club and yeah. great for the stadium.
5: Premier League relegation battles getting interested in it. Class,
1: love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. everything about today. <clears throat>
5: Mate, Jordan Pickford, how good would he today? I don't. It's not the Everton podcast, but... Mate, that he's a top keeper, he's a top
4: keeper, mate. I, I find it really annoying that he gets called T-Rex arms and everything. It seems Newcastle fans did it, didn't they, because they he's from Sunderland, but I think he's a top keeper, mate, and he's been good He's been good for a while for Everton.
1: I just find him really... You know, when we talk about Nichols and and how there's a lot of confidence in him, I just find Pickford really erratic. Um, mm. That's my only stress with him. I just... I, I don't... It, it pulls off great saves. Sometimes he'll pull the save off at wrong arm and stuff, t- really technical stuff. It, it, but I just, I just find him really, I don't know, I can't warm to him. He makes some, make some fantastic saves, but I just don't trust him as a keeper. I really don't.
5: Philly do not like you at all. He says, you can't convert your 50s to 100s. <laughs> he's back doing a podcast here, mate, while he's earning mega money. You know, so, yeah. Up yours, Philly's. Just just text me now. Is that, he, done,
1: done, Is that what he's just said? Yeah.
5: He says, I'm sorry I played for Bradford, but you can't win them all. I like, yeah. yeah. Like him, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what was sad just to Chris Kamara uh, announcing the end.
4: Yeah, the, the absolutely retirement. love Chris I, Kamara. You know yeah, brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. So funny.
5: Honestly, it, it's not many people. Like, I remember when he were in that kill the bank once uh Yeah. Uh, Proper giving him some
4: other. Yeah, Chris Kamara, you're Danny, a, Yeah. Like, Every time. Oh, it was brilliant yeah. that. Because he, like, he was on. T- he was, I remember him being on TV and he yeah. was saying, sorry, Phil, I'm just going to mute you a sec. It was on TV and I remember him saying, oh, the Huddersfield fans really like me now, even though I'm an ex-Bradford thing. And I don't know how it happened, but every time the light came on, because it used to be in the gantry above the Kilner Bank and we're in the Kilner Bank. And every time the light came on, everyone saying, Chris Kamara, you're a banker you're a banker and and then as soon as the light went off it was there's only one chris kamara and then there's like a video <laughs> and you were like waving and everything and then the light came back on chris kamara you're a banker. and he's like and jeff Selling's like you sound popular over there he's like i don't understand it jeff they absolutely love me when they're like and the cameras off <laughs> Just
1: absolutely.
4: it was brilliant it reminded me of the time simon so grayson Tom, yeah well like so when simon grayson was in the uh makeshift shed that we had in the south stand for the playoff game in uh against Bournemouth but you know it's all good fun but Chris Kamara just top class fun wasn't he just so I, I've got a lot of time for media personalities like Chris Kamara who's just a lot of fun throwing throwing good intellect good conversation don't they but they mix it with a laugh and fun you know there's I think there's a lot of pundits out there who are way too serious and think too much of themselves like Jamie Carragher uh, but Chris Kamara for me is just a lot of fun I've, you know it's a really I think it's quite sad he's retiring because I think he's brilliant
5: the ultimate compliment, Matt, the guy who's played for Leeds United and Bradford City is loved by Huddersfield fans. So his, his, his son's a town a fan. Yeah, time, his mate. son's a town fan, isn't he, yeah. Chris
4: Kamaras? He's a big town fan. But So, yeah, yeah, all the best. And thanks to everybody watching online as well. So I say this every week, but if you guys could click the like button, that really helps the podcast because it, it just puts uh, the podcast under more eyes uh, for town fans, etc. Like I say, I went on that high town bus, no one had, you know, my mate was going, oh, have you heard of Andy Takes that chance? It's like, nah never heard of it <laughs> so you know the more eyes the more eyes it gets under you know the better or worse it could be for us so yeah, you know I've had 10 pounds, <laughs> and he takes it. that what and he took in the bus yeah no it was it was a lot of fun on that bus it was uh it was a good and do. He takes that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's you it today that's what your episode name's called <laughs> so oh, yeah
5: man. thanks yeah no
4: no no one's clicked the oh here we go they're clicking the like button that's great so thanks everybody online it's been uh it's great to uh great to have you guys online 30 odd watching at the minute thanks phil thanks andy uh thanks mr kosmala um no thanks to the bladder and uh we'll catch you uh next week
3: There's a team that is dear to its followers. The colours are bright, blue and white. They're a team of renown. They're the pride of the town, and the game of football is their delight.
2: on 116-123. 1, 1, 1, That's 116-123. 1, 1, 1, they are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
4: Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding
1: in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family. Only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points. Not nugget share box spot on. Order delivery now by the McDonald's app. You in
4: at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.